0: This podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be financial or investment advice. Seek a licensed professional for investment advice about crypto or any other investment. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Blazing Crypto Podcast. We are Justin and Brandon, and today we are coming to you from on uh, May May 11th. A slightly, slightly less exciting uh, day. We've had a few days of very bearish activity, so. Uh, first of all, I want to say, um, first of all, I hope everybody's doing okay. Um, I know that no matter what you're in, <laughs> everything is down. We are all down. Uh, there certainly is no no chest thumping to be done. Uh, we're all we're all down at this point. So legitimately, I hope everybody's okay. Um, Justin, it's been good to hear from a few people in our Discord community uh, today, a number of folks, and just, again, checking on everybody. Um that community and having community in moments like these you know as fun as it is celebrating all-time highs which is a load of fun and we've had some of those in the last 12 months Um, one of the reasons we started this community is because of moments like these where it's really great to check in with people have continuity with people understand you know what people are doing and working on and questions they have and and really being able to make sure everybody's in a good spot and uh, normally we care about price movement and charts and technical analysis, but in moments like these, we care about people. And so, I legitimately, hope everybody's okay. So, uh, keep in mind things will go forward. Things do tend to go up and to the right, and uh, this is not the first time this happ- This has happened. So, if this is your first time, just understand that we're going to make it through this. And again, uh, you know, it, it's May 11th. If you listen to this on. You know, June 11th, then maybe things are far different, but uh, May 11th was a pretty difficult day, May 10th, May 9th. So anyway, anyway, we've been through a few moments like these in the past. Justin, just curious, before we dive into today's episode, um, which is sort of like the greatest opportunity in crypto part two, um, which we'll talk about in a second. But before we get to the excitement, if you will, if I can put it that way. I'm curious what are what are sort of what sort of a kind of a stabilizing thought and anchor thought that you have at the at the low points of moments like these, right? Like, what's kind of perspective that helps you in these kind of spots?
1: I think one of the biggest things is just um, like a bull market is fun. Everyone loves a bull market. Um, a bear market is not fun. But both the bull market and the bear market are equally important. I think that's the big thing that stands out to me is that, um, you know, I can go through the last three days when things are crashing and it's not entertaining, but the thing that keeps me centered is remembering. This is a really important time. The decisions that I make during the bear market are just as important. And I would argue, if not more important, the decisions that i make during the bull market so i think that kind of helps me you know come back and stay centered um the it's okay to mourn (laughs) you know it's it's okay to to be frustrated that a coin went down some of them you know 20 30 percent in the last 48 hours um some of them more but yeah i i want to come back to okay why am i here Uh, what, like what frame of mind do I need to be in to take advantage of the opportunity that's in front of me? So hopefully we know we can get into some of that today, but that's kinda, that's kinda what I come back to.
0: Yeah. As you're listening, I don't know if you felt that I felt that that was, that felt kind of like an infusion of alpha. I just felt some like, you know, I I feel, (laughs) feel more confident even having heard that. No, that's really helpful perspective. I think for me. I've said this before. I'm a big fan of really provocative statements. Um, But one of the things I've said is, you know, with Bitcoin, and maybe some other things this would not hold as true too, but price is wrong. Uh, Price is wrong. And what I mean by that is just because price is down 60%, 70% from all time high, that doesn't mean Bitcoin isn't valuable. It doesn't mean that everything that you've thought about Bitcoin and heard about Bitcoin and believed about Bitcoin or whatever operative phrase you want to use, it does not mean that what you have thought is wrong. Now, a trade might have gone wrong. You might have bought really, really high. You might have bought the top. It does not mean that conviction about Bitcoin, why it exists, what it exists to solve, um, everything that was true three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, I would say is even more true today. So just, I, I would say this, right? Like when price goes down, it's not fun, it's frustrating. Like you said, Justin, it's discouraging, it makes you doubt. But I would just say again, price, like price is not the, the determining factor of value, right? Ultimately price will reflect yeah. value. So again, just focus on development, Focused on adoption. Focus on what's happening. Um, maybe go back and re-listen to our <laughs> podcast series on, you know, the problem and the the value prop of Bitcoin. The problem Bitcoin solves. It's just again a reminder. And I'm, I'm not denying price, right? Like the price, is, the market is correct. You know what I mean? Like the mark, the price is what the price is. I just mean the value of Bitcoin is not like somehow down seventy percent. Like the, the the ultimate value. Yep. Um, it's a momentary price reflection based on a number of things. Um, so just be, be careful, right? This is a really good time to test that dynamic of is sort of, uh, you know, fundamental value or, 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 or value prop and price. If they're completely connected. Yeah. These times are really, really difficult, but, uh, hopefully you're doing okay. Um, this is a good reminder. Also don't be over leveraged, right? Like (laughs) only buy stuff that you're willing to hold, um, a number of things I will not re-preach the core for, but maybe review those. Lots of things can be said, but today, today, uh, this evening, even, we are here to talk about opportunity. So, um, we are not those who sell when things are going down and only buy when things are going up. Uh, we are not those kind of people. We are here to seize opportunity when opportunity presents itself, and Justin, opportunity is about to present itself. So, We're going to talk about uh, the greatest opportunity, greatest opportunity in crypto part two. So on uh, my document was labeled December 1st of 2021, Justin, when we did the greatest opportunity in crypto part one. And I think probably in December, the funny thing about that is we were probably actually already in the bear market. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like the seasons, right? Like. Summer doesn't technically yeah. start till June 21st or whatever it is, but it's like come on guys like you know summer starts on Memorial Day <laughs> or whatever right? Um, there was that ballpark commercial you know Memorial Day you know when you grow your Franks it's the first whatever day of summer. It's kind of yeah. what sometimes the bull and bear market are like you know like by the time everybody realizes a bull market is happening, it's probably been there for three to six months same with the bear market. So point being, it was probably the bear market in December, uh but hindsight is twenty twenty for whatever that's worth, but hey, we're here, we made it. <laughs> Welcome to the bear market um, yeah, Justin, I don't know what thoughts do you have about that in terms of the bear market it's here uh, I don't know what what are your what are your initial thoughts as i as you hear those words?
1: Well, yeah, I think the Uh, I think the initial reaction is to want to rush into decisions and like, okay, now it's time to get active or whatever. Um, it's time to whatever, it's time to go all in. It's time to like buy the dip. And I, I think that can be kind of like a knee jerk reaction in situations like this. Um, but what I've been telling people, especially even today, you know, in our, in our discord group, we've, we've had a few good conversations where. Like have patience, like in, in a bear market, patience is your friend. Like you don't need to feel rushed, you know, wait for kind of the opportunities to present themselves, find a good entry and, and, you know, buy in those areas where you want to. But I think, yeah, I've, I've got to tell myself like, Whoa, like settle down, you know, you know, hold your horses. Uh, you know, it, it's not, we're not sure how long we're going to be, uh, down here. And, uh, um, so honestly, the longer time we're down here, the, the, the longer time we have to to take advantage of the opportunity. So yeah, I think patience is our best friend.
0: Yeah. And, and from a bear market perspective, uh, just to, to sort of go historical on us real quick. I mean, based on who you are and, and, and when you got into crypto, it, it really does matter here. I mean, you know, if you, if you got into crypto in February or March of 2021, you know, consider that really the bull market had started, I mean, I don't know, five or six months back, I guess the specific date isn't yep. important. The point is, you know, you, you were the, the roller coaster has already started, right? It's already climbing, Um it's sort of like buying a ticket to a sporting event. Justin, I mentioned this today at lunch in our planning conversation, buying a ticket to a sporting event and you get there and it's already the seventh or eighth inning, right? Like it, and you kind of don't, it's exciting for like three months, but you don't realize that the ride's already been going for a while. The game's already been going on for a while. So, you know, I, I would just say, um, you know, the difference in, in sort of this situation is, I mean, in the bear market, I mean, in one sense, the bear market doesn't last more than 12 or 18 months. But if you go from all-time high to all-time high, it can be a two-and-a-half or three-year period, right? So it really depends on the points that you're you're measuring. So one sense, we'll talk about this at the end, in sort of uh, pointers and recommendations and whatever, is we do have the luxury of time, Um. But a lot of people will leave the market. A lot of people will will, you know, disengage. Um, we had a we had someone tell us yeah. in the last market that like once Bitcoin and Ethereum crashed in you know, end of 2017, 2018, beginning of twenty eighteen, they just sort of forgot about it. And it's like once everybody starts talking about it again, they jump back in. That really is a massive missed opportunity. You You miss the opportunity. The point I wanted to kind of land here is wealth is not created in the bull market. Wealth is realized in the bull market. Wealth is created in the bear market. Uh, So, you know, Justin, I guess I would ask you, like, explain that, right? Because the bull market, like you said, it's exciting. It's what gets everybody's attention. It's when... You know CNBC and all the you know Forbes and everybody's talking about crypto and you know, the latest project and all the pumps and whatever. But like that's really that's the end of the end of the game, so to speak, from that market standpoint. Like why yeah. why is this where all the action actually is?
1: Yeah, well, I think part of the problem is like, you know, the it's it like I'll just take Doge for example doge going crazy and everyone's on twitter and facebook or whatever social media platform you're on everyone's excited and everybody wants to like buy into doge and and talk about how it's going to a dollar that just doesn't happen during the bear market right that that happens like if we think about this last this this last market cycle that started happening after doge had already pumped like 10 15x then the public started catching on to it and I think that like that's really important to understand because during the bear market, everything honestly is just really boring. <laughs> so, you know, granted you mentioned like someone, they weren't like, they weren't really down on crypto. They just kind of forgot about it. And, and, and honestly, they forgot about it because it was so dang boring. Like I, I think that's one of the things that, um, that stands out to me. But honestly, when things get really boring, in crypto to me that represents opportunity because the prices are so low because no one's around no one there's no demand for it and when there's no demand the prices just tank significantly um and if you know if you have a strategy of of coming in and buying things when people don't want them and then selling them when everybody wants it to me that's you know that's both taking advantage of the opportunity and really capitalizing on it in the bull market, kind of like what you described. Yeah, I've already
0: mentioned historical perspective. Um, You know, one thing we want to be careful of, um, we were talking through this on Discord a little bit today, you know, I don't want to overlay a previous bear market onto this one and assume everything is, you know, analogous and would, you know, fall in line and make sense. But for perspective, you know, in the last, you know, the last bull market um, sort of feels weird to say that that were definitely out of it right um when bitcoin hit 42000 um i've mentioned this before you know I, I ended up setting a you know a buy order at 28000 something 28800 you know and bitcoin corrected 30 32% and that order filled but it's like if you didn't have an order for that in a bull market if, in other words buying the dip meant you were prepared two or three days in advance and, like, you hope the wick, yeah. the sell wick went down far enough and really in, like, 24 hours, that opportunity was gone. You know what I mean? Like, that that's what this looks like in the bull market. In the yeah. bear market, right, we were, shoot, now I forget the numbers I, I was, I was um, typing out this afternoon. I mean, I think we were under 4K for at least five or six months consecutively. Yeah, five months. Between 2018, 2019, you know, roughly, I think it was like November to March, something like that. Anyway, five months to buy at like historic levels, you know what I mean? So it's just to give you a, you had, you know, 18 hours in the bull market to buy a 30, 32% dip. But in the bear market, you got five months, right? But a lot of people Mm -hmm. pitter that away. They miss that opportunity. Like you said, it's boring. You're not having daily news cycle stuff um so justin one of the things we've talked about speaking of you know opportunity is and it doesn't feel like opportunity it feels like loss at the moment (laughs) you we've talked about and, and you've you've been a good champion of this right like how much coins retrace so uh crypto is not like equities of course you've got netflix and um uh, shoot peloton sorry we have a friend who calls peloton ipad bikes and that's unfortunately the only thing i can think of now when i think about peloton is <laughs> ipad bikes which is what he calls the company and I, I i just laugh every single time it's fantastic shout out to uh you you know who you are if you're listening ipad bikes man um, <laughs> but how how bad how much do coins retrace in a
1: bear market justin so, well, I guess it kind of like depends on like what what coins are we talking about, but I'll, I'll take coin I'll take altcoins, you know, for example. and you know, just for clarity's sake, when I say altcoins, I'm basically saying anything that isn't Bitcoin or Ethereum. And Solana is kind of a, in its own category. Uh, technically, it's an altcoin, but um, I expect it to behave a little differently. So um, you know altcoins like Doge um, uh, serum radium compound file coin. There's thousands of these little, these little coins that are, that are out there. Um, so one thing that you should expect, or like I should say, not you shouldn't expect, but has been historically, uh, consistent <laughs> is a lot of these coins, they drop 97%, um, 99%. I, I, I was looking at a coin today. It's already dropped ninety nine percent, and I expect it to drop a whole lot more from here. So, yeah, when when you okay, think, you got to share you know, what that alt- is. What coin is that? What you got? Yeah, you got to share that. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Okay, so there's a little coin called Woof. Uh, and <laughs> woof is in this category. I, I immediately regret <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> you really shouldn't have. Somewhere, okay, we're on episode, we're on episode 23 you're che- right you're now. You're
0: cherry picking. You're cherry picking.
1: Oh, man. It's really bad.
0: It's We're a dog on episode point.
1: 23. Somewhere, somewhere like around episode eight or nine or something like that, I probably mentioned woof, and it's, it's probably dropped about 85% since then. But, um, the, the main, the main, the main thing there is these things are highly volatile, uh, so yeah, use use discretion. But I think oh, one of the boy. things to highlight there, uh, trying to bring us back. So I think one of the things to highlight there is a lot of people don't realize the difference between a 97% drop and a 99% drop. So I'll give you a few prices to kind of like demonstrate this. Um, you know, there's there's a coin called Compound that I'm pretty familiar with. I It's a, a coin I've got my eye on. Right now it's down 91% from its all-time high. So it's dropped from $907 all the way down to $27. Okay, and that's 97% drop. If it drops 99%, it's going to go all the way down to $9. Okay, so just two more percentile, for example, that's dropping from $27 all the way down to $9. So as a lot of people kind of like, I don't know, unless you like study the numbers, it's not as obvious that that final 2%, you know, that's another, that's another 60, 70% drop from here. Um, so yeah, when we say these things can, you know, they can go down really low, like, yeah, it it gives a whole new meaning of, uh, how low it can go. That's for sure. Yeah. And to
0: put kind of an investment spin on that, the difference between buying at $27 and $9, if you were to put a hundred dollars into the market at $27, right? You get less than you get three point yep. something, 3.7, 3.8 yep. compound at $9. You get 10, you get 10 compound, right? Yeah. So you get, you know, almost three X, uh, the amount of shares, coins, right? And so, even yeah. Like, yeah exactly like you said I mean even a few percentiles drop uh, gets you a lot more action. Um, but yeah that's that's yeah exactly. And, and that's not an, that's not isolated right my, my outlier comment or whatever cherry picking wasn't meant to say that's <laughs> rare. it's not rare. Uh, some of the degrees to which things drop like 99999 percent can be a little bit outlierish but yeah, these yeah. coins are dropping 90, 95, 97, 99 from their all-time high. And that, uh, that has a certain scent of opportunity to me, Justin. Yeah. Um, so the other crazy so,
1: thing is like, that's normal, you know, like that's, right. that's just how crypto is right now. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: It, it, yeah. We almost need like, we say, you know, it's volatile, right? Well, Netflix is volatile. Uh, iPad bikes is volatile. We almost need a different word. I mean, we need a different word for things like (laughs) compound, right? It's a legitimate product, but it's not Peloton. It's not Netflix. It's, like, way volatile. So, again, risk, but also reward, you know, uh, downside, but also opportunity. So, moving forward, I think one of the big points we want to land in this discussion is the bear market really is the ultimate test of investor conviction. Um, Mm -hmm. because it's like when everything's going up in price and you can't see anything going down, it doesn't take a lot of conviction. I mean, people will jump into crypto and not even know what they're buying. You know, I've bought stuff before. I didn't know what it was and i made money on it. Right. It's like, how hard could it be? Um, but when things are down ninety ninety five ninety seven ninety eight percent from where they were, yeah, like you're not pumped to like tell your friend, "Hey, I just put a hundred or a thousand dollars on you name it <laughs> coin right you know, look at me right but but yeah. I mean you know that's you know if you bought bitcoin at you know fifty eight thousand like congrats, right, like you made you know. 18, you know, 16% if you sold the absolute top. Well, you know, if you buy Bitcoin at, you know, 22,000 and it goes to, you know, 200,000, it's like, okay, it's a different, it's a different story. All that being said, it really tests how much conviction you have. Number one, it it tests it because you have to, you have to really believe it's going to come back and it's not like completely dead. Secondly, you have to be willing to put money in today and maybe you wait two years, maybe it's two and a half, maybe it's three years, maybe it's a little bit longer than three years before we're even back above all-time highs again, right? Which is sort of like the ultimate yep. validation of, yeah, this thing is back. So it, you know we, we like to throw around a fancy term. It sort of is a test of how strong is your macro thesis, right? Your thesis and your belief about the investment into this space in general. And it's easy when everything's going up. It's very hard when things are bottoming the process of finding a bottom. Yeah. So, you know, Justin, obviously we're not saying people should buy. We're not telling you go buy, you know, go buy crypto right now. You know, we, this is a non-financial advice yeah. podcast but we are saying if you share our macro thesis if you share our outlook uh you know i bought today right you bought some uh you know you yeah. know, very recently so help us kind of help us yeah. understand that justin what is <laughs> what is your macro thesis on uh, on these on these coins
1: yeah well well i'll say my macro thesis on bitcoin uh or or like bitcoin and basically ethereum maybe if few- you a small portion of coins but yeah like if if you have conviction in a coin that that you know if you believe in the technology and you see how it can transform different industries and you see how it's actively actively transforming different industries you know why wouldn't you want to buy it at a you know a a 50 60 70 80 percent discount so that's kinda my perspective is my you know, my understanding of the technology hasn't changed. The technology itself hasn't changed. The market sentiment has changed. And I, I'm not investing in crypto because of the market, the market sentiment. Like that's not what I'm here for. Um, that's not, you know, that's not the innovation in crypto. It's not market sentiment. It's the actual technology. So, yeah, I think I think that's important to me, to you know, to kind of like stay centered on it uh, and, and realize mm-hmm. like the, you know, the buying that I'm going to do over the next, however long, let's say six months, 12 months, however long this bear market lasts, you know, that's going to be the, the best entries that I have in crypto probably for the next three or four years. And so that excites me, even though the prices don't excite me at all. You know, if that makes sense, it's kind of a, I don't know, it seems contradictory, um, but that's the reality right. in my, in my view.
0: Yeah, and I would ask, I mean, I would ask people that are listening to this, really regardless of when you're listening to it, you know, if if your instincts in March, April, May of last year or September, October of last year were to buy when things were going up and your instincts, you know, sort of since February, March, April, May have been to sell when things are going down, I think it's worth reflecting on, you know, why that is, um, because, you know, buying as things are going up and all the lights are green and selling as things are going down and all the lights are red, we're really, we're really just following the crowd. I mean, I mentioned on the last episode that, you know, yeah. it's called a suck, things are called a suckers rally for a reason is because there's people that buy the top and there's people that sell the bottom, you know, and, and it, you know. <laughs> I try, my, I try yep. my dead level best to never be that person. Um, I want to be buying the bottom and I want to be selling the top, you know, in theory using that, using that analogy. Justin, there's one of our favorite phrases and I actually saw a headline today that used our favorite phrase. Um, they'll say, you know, Bitcoin is, is dead. Crypto is dead. That project is dead. Um, <laughs> you, you know, and I think it's kind of become a meme but it's funny how we joke about, you know, Peter Schiff, kind of a gold, um, you know, the guy who pumps and, and shills gold all the time. It's like when he, when yep. he finally feels comfortable about dumping on Bitcoin, you're like, oh, okay, that's the, that's the bottom. That's the local <laughs> bottom. It's time to buy again. Yeah. You know... Yeah does that does that kind of function that way for you? In other words, when people talk about crypto being dead, does what what does that kind of what lights does that uh, lamps does that light when dead. you hear
1: that that it, statement? Oh dead is dead is a keyword for me. Like that is a keyword that triggers an alarm in my mind, and i I can't control my hand. It automatically picks up my phone and and clicks by when I see the word dead. <laughs> It's historically proven that anybody who calls something dead, I have to buy it. Um, no, but like I think that's usually at least based on what I've seen. When when you start people when you start hearing people say, "Oh, this thing's dead. Ethereum is dead." I, I don't think we're going to hear it as much for Bitcoin this time around because Bitcoin has matured yet another cycle, uh, and a lot of the sentiment isn't going to be where, you know, when Bitcoin's become dead, it's going to be, where's the bottom. Um, but I have no doubt people are going to call Solana dead. They're going to call every other altcoin dead. And a lot of people probably call Ethereum dead at some point. And at that point, that, like that's, to me, that's been a good signal of, oh, these are some really good prices.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, you know, I had, um, I had a call today with somebody in our, in our Discord group. Uh, we talked for a little while, and, you know, one thing that came up in our conversation was, I forget what his question was, but I said, you know, crypto is really not, it's not really a meritocracy right now, meaning things do not grow in direct correlation to, like, what they've actually done. It's more like right now, um, if there is excitement and demand, everything goes up. Not necessarily the same amount, but everything, everything goes up. You cannot find a coin that wasn't going up in February, March, and April of last year. You won't find it. Okay, yeah. you might find one. Congratulations, right? <laughs> um, uh, and if you shorted that, you know, just retire and don't ever, don't ever trade again. You found the, you know, the needle in a haystack. Um, and in a bear market everything goes down. It's not like Bitcoin is ripping, you know, 10x gains and everything else is, you know, crashing through the floor. So the, the, the big idea there is, you know, in one sense, we want to buy in a bear market. I mean, I want to buy stuff. I want to buy the good stuff. But yeah. I'm, I'm also not going to find a way to kind of reverse that macro trend. So in one sense, it's not, you know, I, I'm not going to stress over that. And in one sense, I almost want to put in some money. This is kind of a different conversation for a different day. But I want to actually put in some money for the stuff that like dumps the absolute hardest. You know, I want—I do want to yep. see some investment in Dogecoin, right? Um, I have a spreadsheet story. for
1: this, by the way. Sorry.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have. Well, I have. I have. I literally have an alert on my phone for Dogecoin. When it falls below a certain price. And it is much, 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 much lower than it is right now. Um, It's not a penny. It's way less than a penny, right? And if we never hit it, I'm fine not doing it. But, you know, back in 2018, either late 2018 or early 2019, Justin, I, I took your advice. I think I threw, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks at Dogecoin. I bought it literally. I mean, it was like less than... You know, one one hundredth of a penny. It was literally worth nothing. And I I set, (laughs) I set sell orders at like ridiculously high levels and I forgot about it. I literally had not, I had not even logged into the exchange where I had that coin listed for, I mean, I probably didn't log in for almost a year. It's, I mean, like that's the time period we're talking about. And then, you know, Doge starts, starts kind of getting, you know, pumping, hitting, hitting stride again, getting attention. And I was like, "Oh shoot! I yeah, I think I had some." And I go back and log in, and it's like, "Yeah, like some of those levels were about to trigger." All all I say that to say is like, the dead stuff that literally is worth almost zero. Uh, sometimes it's worth buying all that, and that's we've got some guides <laughs> that we're putting together for how to buy like stuff that's worth you know a lot less than it used to be. Um, I don't mean to go total degen. I just mean everything kind of dies. Um yeah. And you're not going to reverse that thesis simply because you bought a good a good product. But don't buy bad stuff either, but that's you
1: yeah, know, we'll, we'll figure that out. You don't know yeah, what to do I'm, with that, do you, Justin? I'm, I'm, no, I was <laughs> the only thing that I was going to say was like <laughs> friends don't tell friends about dogecoin when it's literally like next to zero. Oh, good times. I, I, I wasn't sure where you're going with that at first, so I was a little scared of what you might say. But I'm glad it was a story that worked in your favor. <laughs> oh, well, friends don't tell friends to buy Dogecoin at seventy five cents when Elon Musk is hosting SNL. That's, that's what friends don't. Friend, do. Friends just don't tell friends to buy <laughs> to buy Dogecoin. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. No, uh,
0: so we talked about. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get us back on track. I'm the one that led us astray here. The bear market is the ultimate test of your conviction. And again, I, you know, I would not tell someone right now, hey, you should buy crypto. Um, I would tell someone why I have conviction in the space. Um, I would tell them why, again, you know, I've got through a number of episodes about Bitcoin and why I believe in the, like, really, like, how important Bitcoin is in the world. I mean, I really do believe in that, which is why I continue to stack and accumulate. But ultimately, if you don't build conviction, I wouldn't invest if you don't have conviction. Um, and that's why people yeah. don't. That's why retail leaves crypto for 18 months. And then they come back when everything's hot again and they get to buy retail price, right? I like buying bargain basement price and wholesale price, not retail price. So the bear market yep. is the ultimate test of conviction. But Justin, you know, second, kind of second big point here, and I'm going to let you explain kind of what this means is the bear market gives us a uh, an asymmetric opportunity. So explain what we mean there by, it being an asymmetric opportunity and why maybe that would be exciting for people like, like us and our listeners.
1: Yeah. I think a good example of asymmetric is honestly just thinking about the stock market. So, you know, in, in 2008, we had a, a big housing crash, stock market corrected. Um, you know a lot of stocks were down very hard we went through a full recession um and you know taking that recession as an example you know when when stocks are down significantly there's a lot of asymmetry so or asymmetry i can never remember what what the stupid word should be pronunciated but anyway uh sorry uh so meaning though it's much closer to the bottom of wherever the bottom is going to be than it is to the top right like there is immense opportunity in in buying. I'll just say, like, close to the floor or closer to the floor <laughs> than it is closer to the ceiling, right? And and obviously that's a spectrum. Um, but yeah, in the, in the stock market crash, like, yeah, people sell off and people are scared and people are worried. But I don't know anyone that was saying, oh, you know, this stuff is going to zero, right? So somewhere along that. Uh, when it was directionally looking like it was going to zero, it's becoming more asymmetric, right? And, and the more asymmetric something is, the more interested I am in buying it. So I think you know, that whole concept is um, really prevalent. In, in a bear market, things are becoming more attractive to me. They're becoming more asymmetric. It's getting closer to the floor um, than it is from its all time high or, or, you know, or where it could be in future growth over the next decade. Um so that it's a big it signifies opportunity to me.
0: Yeah, and you know, it kind of depends on what coin we're talking about in terms of what the bottom is, but in terms you know, of what instance, the bottom is. But you know, for instance, you know, things don't go things don't go below zero. You know? So if you know Solana hits thirty dollars, twenty dollars, fifteen dollars, I mean like 0 is the bottom. You're not going to go past 0, right? But but in a situation where a normal bull cycle would take its effect, I mean, again, at $30, you're you're buying so close to the bottom, you know, really a lot of the risk is actually taken off the table. You know, Justin, we we were talking, you know, a few years ago when Ethereum was 250, 220, 200 180, uh, got even, I think to a hundred and below a hundred for a very short period of time. But at those prices, I mean, you know, you bought Ethereum at 200. It's like, how much lower can it go? And it ends up going over, you know, over 5k, you know, 6k, whatever. And it, and it's like, those are, that's the mindset we want to have. Now, again, anytime you invest in something, Um, sorry, I saw, I saw a video before we jumped on tonight of a house in, uh, Rodanthe in North Carolina, Outer Banks territory that like, you know, literally fell into the ocean that had been, you know, Zillow is saying this house is worth $388,000. And it's like, well, you know, the bottom is always zero and that house is worth zero right now. So anytime you invest, you know, you know, we have to appreciate the fact that there is a bottom and the bottom is zero for anything, but you know, when we can buy close to the bottom and have unbelievable upside, that's what the bear market gives us. The bull market does not give us that the bull market never gives us that. Um, and one could make the case, one could make the case. I would not be this, um, this hard and fast about it, but one can make the case that you should not invest during the bull market. That once the bull market hits, you know, And once you realize it hits, you've kind of missed your opportunity. Now, again, don't take me, don't take me too literally there, but at least the last six months, kind of three to six months of the bull market, like in reality, all or nothing, you shouldn't be investing then you need to be investing when, when it's, you know, again, quote unquote dead. So, um, yeah, we love buying when things are quote unquote free. They're not exactly free, but they're a lot more free than they were, uh, six to eight months ago. Justin, we've got this uh, this f- uh, formula that I like. We like to talk about, um, which is normally I say, you know, conviction plus patience equals alpha. Um, but conviction plus patience plus asymmetry. I mean, that's just a you know, it's an unbelievable, unbelievable opportunity. Maybe we need to come up with another word. I don't know. Like, there's not like something beyond alpha, right? But like, mega alpha, I guess. Mega alpha, um, I guess. Yeah, the bear market again is is confluence of I have conviction the market left prices down. Nothing's changed and I get to buy much closer to the floor. Yeah, those are the those are the bets I'm bets or investments that I'm I'm willing to make. Any final thoughts on the the asymmetric dynamic?
1: I think uh I don't remember when I when I first heard of Asymmetry. I'm gonna get it right this time. Asymmetry. Um, yeah, I don't know when I first heard of that, but I remember. Uh, maybe it was you that introduced it to me, or someone on Twitter or something. I, I remember it stuck with me, and it was like okay. I knew that it was something significantly valuable, uh, and then ever since I first heard of it, I was like looking for it everywhere, and not just crypto. I mean, i we I, like we could, I'm sure we could apply asymmetry to like how to properly cook a pork butt, you know, (laughs) you know, barbecue is something we both love, but like in all aspects of life, uh, asymmetry is something that I have just um, come to look for and it signifies opportunity big time for me. And obviously, I mean, you know, as it relates to crypto, the prices have to rebound and go up for that to pay off. So, you know, there's risk, and you have to use discretion. But if you if you believe in something, um, and you see it as a huge opportunity, the asymmetry is a great signal of like, okay, this is when I need to strengthen that position, or, or whatnot. Or and and honestly, when it gets really weak, that's maybe a signal of when I want to trim that position, take profits, for example. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. You know, we we talk about kind of knowing where you are in the. The general cycle, the general, you know, are we, are we in an uptrend? Are we in a downtrend? Kind of what does the macro dynamic look like? And, and again, that's why this is so important. But it's not like one thing I want to I want to step out of the investment space for a second. I think asymmetry makes a ton of sense, right, like in the investment space. But to think about it in a non-investment space for a second um, Asymmetry really—it's not just about like moonshots. That's not really that. That's kind of a uh, kind of an odd example. It's not the, the centered example. So what I would say is another example of asymmetry outside of investment space. It is a kind of investment, but not monetary investment. You know, think about something like, you know, exercising fifteen minutes a day. Okay, well, 15 minutes out of 24 hours a day is a really small percentage. But if done over the course of a lifetime, you know, you might add 5, 10, 15 years of life. You may add, an, you know, an unbelievable amount of health to your life um, and enjoyment in your life. And that's an example of I put in a little bit, but, I, but I, I stand to gain a lot. And it could be quantitative or in the sense of your health, it could be qualitative. Uh, Same thing with with, you know, reading if you committed to read, you know, 20 pages of a book a day It's a relatively small investment. I think you understand where I'm going with this. So what we're trying to say is You know asymmetric opportunity might look like, you know, hey, someone says You know, I'm in a spot where I just I don't make enough money to really chunk a bunch at, you know Investing in something like Bitcoin because it's kind of an alternative investment. Well, you know, can you do, can you do 15 bucks a week, 20 bucks a week? Right. And it's kind of like, can you pitch in a little bit towards something you have conviction on? Can you put in a hundred dollars a month? Um, and in the course of 18 months and we get out three to four to five years. And the point is your, your, your opportunity for gain is significantly higher than the, the, the amount of risk that you put in. So probably beating a dead horse here, but yeah, I mean asymmetry is a is a is a very important idea, um, and I know it's theoretical, philosophical, but but give it some thought. When you're near the bottom, that's actually when investment makes a ton of sense. So, Justin, as we close out this episode on the uh, the greatest opportunity in crypto, the bear market um, part two here, uh, just. Let's, let's circle around and give a few pointers for handling the bear market. For Some people, this bear may market. be their first bear market. Some people, right? this may be their first bear market. I've only been through one, <laughs> but it sure does age you a little bit. <laughs> what, what would be a pointer or two that you would have for people that maybe this is their first ever
1: bear market? I think the biggest thing is uh, you know time like time is a luxury you you've you've got lots of time uh i think looking back that was one of the things if i could go back and tell justin four years ago during a bear market i would tell him that he has lots of time uh and that patience like combined with that time you know we talked about patience and conviction and asymmetry but like patience and time those things work together um and Yeah, you don't need to feel rushed. I think feeling rushed is a lot of times when I've felt rushed when it comes to crypto, that's just led to poor decisions or I would say poorer decisions than not, you know, sub subprime decisions, I'll say, but time is a big thing. And then really the uh, accumulation mentality. So, um, you know, when you have lots of time, you have the ability to slowly accumulate um, different coins. Uh, so Bitcoin, Ethereum are, you know, the king and queen, we've mentioned them before. Those are two of the things that I want to, you know, accumulate a lot of during a, a bear market. Um, so yeah, dollar cost averaging into the market and it doesn't have to be a huge commitment, you know, every week it can be a little bit at a time, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of creative ways to do that. Something I'll mention, I wish I could change this
0: from a few years ago. And I'll caveat this at the very beginning by saying, you know, it's my belief that, you know, sometimes you have to do things that you end up regretting to sort of have the value of knowing not to do them. Um, But I, I mean, I would name a number of coins that I put. I didn't have a ton of money four years ago to invest, but I mean, mothership. Neo. Uh I mean I, I could name yeah, exactly. Justin, you, you probably could name a few others we put money in on. Um, we put money in on. I'm pretty sure I literally literally introduced like, all of this. I mean literally you. like you did. <laughs> I'm you did. Sorry. You did. <laughs> you did you also introduced Bitcoin? You also introduced Bitcoin and Ethereum to me and Solana. And so, me and Solana but, so Um I mean I put you know, I mean I put hundreds of dollars in on coins that basically don't exist anymore. Now, I was learning and I, I learned a lot. Um, but if you're listening to this show, I, I would hope that you could gain the benefit of some of the lessons that I've learned. we've learned. You'll have to learn some of your, on your own. Um, all I would say is, you know Bitcoin seemed expensive, Ethereum seemed expensive. Even the Bitcoin was only 8k, 9k, 4k, 5k, you know, mothership was zero, you know, point oh 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 one or something or point oh two five or something like that. Anyway. The fifty dollars I could have bought Bitcoin when Bitcoin was at sixty two hundred. That's, that's that's I mean, that's a decent that's, amount of I Bitcoin mean, compared to what I'd have to spend to get that amount of Bitcoin now. And again, hindsight 2020, you know, you don't look back on every decision you made and import all the clarity you have today from, you know, four years ago. But like, I just, I'm just saying, you know, don't, don't tell yourself, oh, Bitcoin's too expensive. Ethereum's too expensive. Like spend on and accumulate things that you have confidence in. And yeah, feel free to take 50 bucks or hundred bucks and spread it across something that, you're willing to lose. I, I told somebody today, I said, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, some of these altcoins are kind of like the carnival game. You know, you go to the carnival, you spend 25 or 50 bucks. You don't really want to win anything they have there. It's just for fun. Feel free. Do it. Scratch the itch. Be a D gen. Be a D gen. Whatever. But like don't lose like, sight of the big picture. And you know, Justin, you mentioned King and Queen. There's a reason we say that, like right? when you don't honor the King and Queen, you end up becoming their subjects, you know? And that's really, I mean, it, it's, it's not just sort of cute and funny, it's true. Um, you know, $50 would have bought a lot of Ethereum four years ago, three years ago, right? So just keep keep that perspective. Um, like you said, we are accumulating. I had a friend tell me today, he said, he messaged me and he said, hey, hope you're doing okay. You know, I've got less in the market than you do because I've been investing, you know, less amount of time, and, you know, it hurts. I hope you're doing okay. And I said, you know, honestly, I appreciate that. You know, I said, I I don't really check my USD base value in crypto very often. Um, I actually don't know what it is at the moment. You know, probably for yeah, the probably better. Probably for the better. We only I, check said, I, I said, I know bull <laughs> markets. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um. um. Yeah, and then we don't tell anybody. Uh, you know, I don't tell them, you know, like don't tell your wife. And then you, she asks the next day, and it's down five thousand, ten thousand dollars. You're like, oh yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> like, what did you do wrong? I didn't do anything. Uh, no. Any, anyway, uh, my wife's very supportive and very thankful for that. But what were we talking about? Uh, point is, I know exactly how much Bitcoin I have. I know exactly how much Ethereum I have. And you know, I, I'm I'm in it for the long term. So long long way of saying. They're in the bear market. I can think of a few projects and a few things that took off during 2019, 2020. There will be things that take off during the bear market. You know, just be mindful. Don't lose sight of the big, of the big picture. Justin, any, any parting Parting shots shots before before we we, uh, uh, we go? go.
1: I think something that goes along with what you said is just, you know, it, you'd be surprised in this space how far a little money can go, Um, you'd be surprised. So especially, you know, if you're entering the market at a time when no one else really wants to. So I I think those things can really pay off. And I would say, I I try to keep that in mind Uh, when any, any of those thoughts try to like creep into my mind of like, oh, Bitcoin is too expensive or Ethereum is too expensive. Um, cause I mean, I still, I still struggle with that occasionally. Like, Oh, I don't want to buy Bitcoin. So it's, you know, I want to buy this thing that's going to give me insane opportunities tomorrow. Uh, it's easy to chase that stuff. Uh, but yeah, you, you'd, you'd really be surprised at how much your, um, your account can grow through that accumulation mindset and, and really just sticking to things that have already proven themselves uh, to dominate the crypto space. Uh, and, and there's not many of those things. I'll, I'll give you a hint you know, it's, it's Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, so that, I guess I would encourage you to just kind of like keep that in mind.
0: Yeah. Very good. Yeah, Very good. Uh, you know, hope for everybody, this episode has been helpful. Um, you know, we've tried to level set, um, certainly trying to zoom out, you know, provide, uh, some perspective. Um, I think perspective is at a premium during times like these. Hopefully, just been able to relate, you know, to one another as as humans and understand that these spots are difficult. They're not fun, and they're hard for everybody. So again, hope everybody's okay. Um, I know it seems weird to kind of shill something here, but but seriously, um, we have the blazing community. We have you know a Discord group. Uh, really, this is what it's here for. So. If you, you know, believe in crypto, interested in crypto, you know, want exposure, but feel a little bit disillusioned, just not sure exactly which way is up right now. Um, I know it might seem weird to pay for something else, but, you know, basically for a Disney Plus membership, um, we've got a community that we can offer to you. Uh, We'd love to have you join. We'd love to be, you know, help be your guides, answer questions, walk through this together uh, with you. So, again, I, I say that you know, genuinely, that's literally why we created this. And I think this week has been a good affirmation that that was a really good thing. And, um, even to hear a few people say that this week, that just having other people that, you know, t- to sort of jump in and, and, and kind of just check in with and, and talk to ask questions about things just to hear other people talking about the same thing you're talking about, that, you know, and have experience with this can be really, really valuable. So we've said enough, we might've said it all, but for Justin Uh, I'm Brandon. Thanks, everybody. We're going to make it. We're going to be okay. And uh, until next time, we'll uh, we'll talk to you later. For more information, check out our website at blazingcrypto.io. Additionally, if you have friends that are new to crypto, share our trailhead videos from our website, which is a great way to get introduced to crypto.